Welcome to Something Like a Psalm. We are a podcast about wine for people that don't know wine by people who know slightly more about wine. We are Something Like a Psalm. I am your host, Esmel Motiberry, and I am a producer by trade. This week, I didn't drink much this week, to be honest with you. Man. I took the week off and I drank a lot of water. I wanted to really recuperate because I'm excited about this weekend. I'm excited about tonight. Um, this evening, we are going to Oregon. Let's go. Let's do this. So Oregon is the fourth in production in the U.S. behind California, Washington, and New York with 725 wineries. Oregon started planting grapes in about the 1960s. So they're fairly new when you're talking about wine to the industry. But they are known for their Pinot Noirs, and mm. I'm sure we're going to discuss a lot about Pinot Noirs tonight. And we actually have a surprise tonight. Um, we'll get to that a little later. Um, United States is the second leading producer of Pinot Noir behind France. So it gives us, because of the cold climate of Oregon, it's the perfect for growing the Pinot Noir. So really excited about doing that this week. Um, let me get my rest of my crew to introduce themselves. What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing tonight? Feeling good, feeling great. Yeah, pretty ready? dandy. All right, yeah. I'm dandy. Love that dandy, word. Dandy, peachy. Right. I guess I'll, I'll go first here. I'm Dr. J, aka the professor. I'm a doctor of physical therapy by trade. Uh, after 5:36, I'm a wine enthusiast. Um, big fan of South American wines, but this week I'll, I'm kind of like S. I took a break. Didn't really drink much wine. Uh, finished off a Cabernet Sauvignon uh, that we had from our New Zealand episode, um, but that's about it. Didn't really, didn't really do much. But typically, we do a, a white wine on Wednesday, so I did have a glass of uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, but it was just one glass, which is very uh, unlike me. This is Ida. Um, my job most recently, I'm a Korean translator. I've been watching huh? a lot of K-dramas. Okay. I don't know if you guys are familiar. <laughs> shout, out, shout out BTS. Yes. Oh, I love BTS so much. K-pop. Yeah, K-pop, um, Korean dramas, and also Korean variety shows. So are those like novellas? to everybody. Huh? They oh, like- they're so much better, honestly. They're really? like the most amazing love stories. I cry all the time. Brian thinks I'm insane. That's my husband. What's up, B? What's up, B? What did you just say in Korean, though? Annyeong haseyo. That means hello. Oh, wow. Annyeong say ho? Annyeong haseyo. Oh, oh. I, That's I okay. We can review okay. it later. He just catches <laughs> a hoe. That's Sorry, y'all. Kamsahamnida to everybody out there listening to our poor pronunciations. <laughs> that means thank you. Uh, and in my glass this week, I'm like, as I kind of took a break and just did my good old Bombay Sapphire East gin mm. and tonic. No oh, so ice. So you had one of those rough a, weeks. I had one of those <laughs> weeks, yes. Wow. Yeah, it was rough, but that's okay. How about you? So, hello everyone. This is Bianca Sterling Camps. And uh, this week in my glass, I have been drinking margaritas. Mm. Actually, I love tequila when I'm not drinking wine. So a little Casamigos and my margarita or ranch water for those who know what that is. No, okay, um, no. Hold on, I can't let you go past that. Because <laughs> it's a Texas I was thing. today years old. Me and Bianca went and had Mexican food. She's like, hey, try a ranch water. Yes. I was like, what is, are they putting ranch dressing in the water or something like that? So please, no. Oh you have goodness. to expand so, what ranch water is. My pleasure. So apparently it's actually a Dallas thing because I, I travel mm-hmm. around Texas mm-hmm. all the time. And I went to San Antonio recently and someone asked me, what is that? So it's a Dallas thing where you have 
Casamigos, Blanco, typically. Um, you do a little Tobo Chico and just maybe two or three limes. And that's it. So I've had ranch water so just a little differently. Uh, just whatever tequila I have opened mm-hmm. at home, <laughs> not just Casamigos. Yeah. You just take a little sip out of your uh, Topo Chico, pour as much tequila as you can yeah. fit in there, and you then sometimes the I squeeze a lime. I came up with what I like to call a low country, though, and that's uh, mezcal in mm. a Topo Chico with a twist of lime. That sounds amazing. Yeah. A low we'll try that next. Low country, L apostrophe. E-A-U, like yeah. in French, low I like country. that. Nice. You. you heard well, it here you first, like Topo guys. Chico, so. I do. I mean, yeah. I'm yeah. sure you would enjoy that. Yeah, actually have yeah. one with me. I do it later. I'm not a Topo Chico fan. Oh, I just, I, no. I buy them by the case. And with the twist of lime, that's my jam. Because then I don't need as many limes. I really limes. like the grapefruit one. Yeah. Helps, with, helps with digestion for those of you out there with digestion issues. Oh, yeah, there's lovely. minerals in it. Mm-hmm. See, we're not just winos. We're just alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. apparently. We're a connoisseur <laughs> well, yeah. of Chico. all things good. This episode that's tonight it. is sponsored by Topo Chico. I wish. Send I'm us just a kidding. check. For you attorneys or out a there. Case. It's not really sponsored by Topo Chico. Unless they want to send some cases for y'all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure y'all would be very happy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, Ranch Water this week. But by day, I am a regional director of operations. However, next week, I will be unemployed for 10 days hey. and then transitioning Yay. to a new gig. So can we just cheers to that? Yeah, cheers. Thank you. Thank new you. adventures, new jobs. Cheers. Thank you. She'll be paying for the next round of marketing. I got you. Oh, yeah. Yay. <laughs> Send me some love. Y'all holler at us on our social media platforms, uh, something at something like a sum on Instagram. We got to get better on our Twitter feeds, guys. But is what is it on Twitter? It's like on a song. Twitter, Twitter these days? Twitter. Is that the new word? I don't even know how to say yeah. it. Like, who goes on Twitter? Well, I really want to know from our viewers, like, how many of y'all are on Clubhouse? Because we've been talking about starting a Clubhouse, <laughs> yeah. and I want to see how many our, people- They're on OnlyFans. They're not on Clubhouse. Well, hey, if they want me to start an OnlyFans- <laughs> Times is hard. Yes, you got to do what you got to do, I, man. Hey, I'm all for it. Let's get that thing started. Yeah. I saw that that girl that was on Dr. Phil, and she became a rapper. Yeah, um, uh, the Barbie. Bad Barbie. Bad, yeah. Do you know she $2 got- $2 million in one day. I'm saying. Hey. Doing hey. what? We don't well, know. We, you got to pay to find out. Um, call her. You going to pay to find out. Hey. $20. So, well, yeah, we digressed. Let's get back to talking about Vino. Um, Dr. J, what is in our vino spotlight this week? Y'all, this story is crazy. Have y'all heard about this winery that's paying people $10,000 a month? Ooh, that okay. might be my new job. I was okay. going to say, tell me more, because I don't make much okay, translating so Korean. Murphy Good Winery in Sonoma, California, is looking to hire someone ready to pursue their passion in wine for $10,000 a month and rent-free living. <laughs> Duties for the year. Long position includes shadowing winemakers, acquiring knowledge of vineyards and winery operations, and learning about the world of e-commerce. The job will roughly begin in September, and candidates can apply from now until June 30th. Is that not... The dream job. Yeah, I'm actually applying for this job. Say, I got uh, someone in mind so don't y'all don't y'all it. go and apply. We just wanted to let y'all know this. Or just shout me out on your social media and right. say yeah. Yeah. I, that y'all think I'm the perfect candidate for it. That would yeah. be great. What's you the are. vineyard again? It's called Murphy Good Winery. Okay, you guys. In Sonoma, California. So sh- somebody tag Murphy Good Winery and tag at something like a psalm so we can get S Please. on the staff. Yeah, that that'd would be, be amazing. That'd be like, great. That'd be my dream job for a year. I would love it. Rent free. Oh, man. 
And you probably get free wine, too. I'd feel sorry for my liver if I was out there for a year. Oh, it'll be all right. $10,000 a month. I would not feel sorry no. for my liver. So I'd just be drinking water. I am no. not in control of anyone's feelings but my own, and my liver can figure it out. Okay. Respect. <laughs> but I don't know about y'all, but I would be drinking so much brown estate, mm. chaos theory, <laughs> Zinfandel blend. It would be a shame. Shout out to Brown Estate. I had to throw that plug in there. You guys love them right now. <laughs> we do. Yeah. I'm a yeah, big fan. And big, check out their fan. Instagram page. There's a beautiful picture yes. on there with a shout out of uh, something like a psalm. So Ooh. thank you for that. Coming yes, Bianca world, is a professional photographer <laughs> on her side gig. Yeah. Yeah. Call me. <laughs> Y'all. All right, Ida. Let's do it. Okay. Tell me what, we, what we're learning about. What's our vocab of the week? Word of the week is acidity. So we all know what acidity is. I'm sure most of you probably think immediately of like lemons mm. is what most people think of. But we're talking about acidity in terms of wine. So acidity is going to be what it what gives wine its tart and sour taste. Um, and all wines have a, some sort of acidity in them, but they on the pH scale. Um, they're, they're going to be between 3 and 4 pH. Okay. Water is neutral at 7 pH. So if that kind of helps you figure out where it is on that pH scale. But it's really important to the quality of wine because it slows the rate of chemical reactions. And that's what causes wine to go bad. Um, so just, you know, a couple of like touch notes for you to keep in mind. When wines have a higher acidity, the taste is going to be lighter bodied um, and it's going to be less sweet. So keep that in mind when you're tasting your wines. Um, wines that have like uh, acidity that's too low, they're going to be described as like tasting flat, dull, soft, flabby is one of the words in this oh, definition. Flabby. I don't like that so much. Um, let's see. So that's with acidity that's too low. I told you about acidity with that was too high. Um, they're going to on, on acidity that's too high. Wines are going to be like spicy and sharp and a little bit too sour mm. yeah i can so. taste the sourness in in this wine in you this wine tonight. we're gonna try yeah it's good so, though yeah well but. acidity so tell us guys about your wine experiences and let us know if it's too acidic or it's not enough acidity mm-hmm. acidity also helps with the longevity of the wine as you said so right. if it has a high acidity that means you can leave it in your um, pantry or your wine rack for a lot longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're someone out there who's dealing with like uh, acid reflux, you want to really be careful about drinking wines that are high in yes. acid. Uh, it'll be a long night for you. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And don't don't drink it too late at night too and then lay down. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Yeah. I know from experience. I had to give up red <laughs> wine for a little while. Yeah. No, it's so did. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes yeah. you got to take a break or you, you just got to move to a different grape. Nothing wrong Take with moving a break to a, or move to a different grape. I know, I'm trying I like to rhyme that. around okay. here. You know, <laughs> I like something that like a, lot. a psalm spitting bars. <laughs> well, that. let's get into these wines. I'm ready to start drinking. Okay. Oh, I've already started. Sorry. I guys. have to. In fact, I poured myself a little extra. Okay. Um, so I'm going first, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I brought you guys by Left Coast a 2019 estate wine. It is a white. Pinot Noir. What? Wow. I years know. old today. I know. So when we think Oregon, uh, if you're familiar with them, you're going to think of a lot of Pinot Noirs, right? That's kind of the main thing that's coming out of there. But I'm just flexing. I brought you guys a white Pinot Noir. So uh, did I already say this is from Willamette Valley? Did I say that right? 
Willamette. 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 Valley, Oregon, the Van Duzer Corridor. Um, so this particular wine that you have began as like kind of an experiment. It was an improvisation. Um, but then it quickly took off and became one of left coast's like most popular and unique wines. Um, so they crush the grapes at an extremely cold temperature and that ensures like minimal coloration from the skins. Uh, so it has the body and aromas of a Pinot Noir, but with the composition and brightness of white wine flavors. Uh, this is going to be 13.9% alcohol by volume, and it's a bit of a blend, but I did read, in, I think it's Oregon specifically, all of the wines have to be at least 90% of whatever's on the label, so yep. a little bit higher of a blender blending standard than some other mm-hmm. wines. So this is 91% Pinot Noir, 6% Pinot Meunier, and 3% Pinot Blanc. I like it. Yeah. Like I've it. never heard of white Pinot Noir until today. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. This is what You're we do here much. on something like a psalm. Okay? Thanks for the change up. Introducing yeah, no problem. You guys the new I definitely get more of a Pinot Noir, but yet a Chardonnay or a Sauvignon Blanc mix. That's yeah. what I'm getting out of this. Yeah. So you should probably taste some like honeysuckle. Pear, peach, pineapple, yeah. those types of uh, more acidic fruits. Um, pairing, I mean, gosh, I am kind of at a loss for what to pair with this. I could do a lot of different things. Yeah, um, I could see this being a good, like, appetizer wine. Um, I don't know if I'd want, like, a full meal with it. Maybe it's that higher acidity that I'm tasting. What it's got all? a lot of acidity in this. It does. Yeah. yeah, there's some bites. I'll be honest with you, and don't judge me, but... I want to pair this with some lemon pepper wings. Ooh, okay. From yep. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep, I can. And some I of see those that. fries. <laughs> Be honest. What, I'm just saying. What's the rapper name that own all the wing stops? Rick uh, Ross. Rick Ross. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some lemon pepper, and I'm saying wings. Okay, and I'll pair it with this, with this white wine? pinot. And it, I, I don't need y'all laughing at me. I, I can do it all by myself. Well, I, I think Rick Ross need needs y'all. to holler at us, and we bring a bottle, and he bring the wings, right. and we have us a party. Rose, get at us, okay? Ricky Rose. Shout out, Ricky Rose. but no, I mean, I, I think this would be great with some wings, or you know, maybe like a nice burger or something. I, I, oh, okay, oh, yeah. yeah, a burger would like be that. nice. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is good. I could just do this with a charcuterie board. I, I'm thinking goat cheese oh. and some mm. vegan olive crisp and some prosciutto. Mm. Yeah. You know, by the by ahead, Bianca, keep going. We're doing it by the pool. Keep We're just going. yeah. I love Pink, I, I yes. love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> just so funny. Yeah. yeah, I'm digging it. So um yeah, white yeah. Pinot Noir. Who knew? I it love was it. out there. Thank you, Ida. Yeah. I'm a fan. You're Appreciate welcome. that. So you guys want to guess the price on this? Seventeen ninety nine. Go B, I'm still thinking. Twenty two ninety nine. No, this was. Uh, Are you looking at her paper? No, look, I'm say, looking at his eyes. No. Right, I'm telling I promise you, guys, you I'm not. he does this. this. Is Thirteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Okay, you want you want to know who is like a psalm this week? Yeah, Bianca. Oh, twenty one ninety nine. You're like oh, wow. on the nose. I hate when that happens. The price ah, is almost right. <laughs> yeah, white Pinot Noir. I mean, that, that's a new one for me. I'm yeah. learning. Something I figured it was a more on the. High, not higher end, but because well, it's probably it's, rare, it's, a little yeah. rare. Yeah, it's rare. I was kind of hoping to trick you guys because I, I come in with some lower priced wine, see, so I was like, "Ha ha, yeah. I'm gonna get closer to thirty dollars and mess with them." So you messed up the analytics. I did. I, I, I did. I, that's Uh-oh. why I was wrong. 
I want to redact that. And yeah, more like twenty one ninety nine. Yeah, say, sure. You know, really? That's not really? how it works. Really? Now you're going to redact it. Okay. Y'all are so silly. Am I on deck? You are, sir. Let's see what you got today. All right. I brought a Pinot Noir, a red Pinot Noir. It's uh, a 2017 made by a company called Cherry Cove, and it's out of the Willamette Valley. Um, and if you notice, your, your Pinot Noirs are going to be lighter in body, so you, we can't really see ours because our, you know, we don't have clear, clear cups here. But typically, your Pinot Noirs are going to be lighter in color. Um, they're going to be less tannic than your Cabernet, Sav- Cabernet Sauvignons or your uh, Merlots or your Zinfandels. Okay? Now, these Pinot grapes, they are high-maintenance. Um, I read somewhere where it said that Pinot Noir is probably the most difficult grape to turn into wine because it mutates so easily uh, and it's highly sensitive to climate. It's just a very unstable grape. So hmm. you got to really know what you're doing, um, you know, when you're making Pinot Noir because you can you can really mess it up. Well, that's why I think the cold temperatures in Oregon really help out mm-hmm. with growing Pinot Noir. It doesn't get too hot up there. Instead, it gives a nice fog in the morning. Yeah, for sure. Now, typically, you know, in a really good Pinot Noir, they're going to exude notes like warmed baked cherries, mm-hmm. plums, uh, damp earth, mushrooms, cedar, cigars, chocolate, worn leather, dry leaves, and last but not least, sweat. Sweat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I, see, I, I, these adjectives I, I sometimes know. that they come up with, hey, this, I don't think that would ever sell me on trying a wine. This look, tastes like sweat. This comes straight out of one of my favorite <laughs> books. It's called The Wine Bible by Karen McNeil, and uh, that's how she describes uh, how good Pinot's should taste. So well, I mean, I, get a I good think sweaty a note su- in there. I would think a lot of salt if you said sweat, like, because that's maybe, what you... And maybe that's what she's getting at. You know, these these, these psalms and these wine... Uh, I think they're trying to be too cute. Yeah, people who write about wine, they be get too, really cute. cute. So I don't mind sweat as a description, because I don't think salty, I don't think stinky. I think, like, kind of sexy. Like... Glistening. More like okay. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, my mother and my grandmother taught me that women do not sweat; they glow. You know what? So oh. I personally haven't experienced being sweaty, mm-hmm. um, but you know what I mean, Bianca. I, like I a little bit you. of sweat Look, on a man. You're glistening, right? Who's yes. been like working outside or something? Oh, yeah, that like that little bit of like sexy must because mm-hmm. he's funky. doing something, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm Just uncomfortable. Kind of that sexy glowing man. I'm a little uncomfortable. Just take yeah. notes. Yeah. I'm sure a, your wife. A, right? You know what? Appreciate it, Ida. You are really good. I'm going to tell you why. Because Pinot Noirs are often associated with sensuality. Ah, look at that, guys. She felt it. Look at that. Look, people. We want to go outside and do some gardening right now. Look, guys. Listen, I got some weeds in my yard. If anybody wants to. So what do what do y'all think about the wine? Have y'all tried it? I like it. So I wrote down uh, basically everything you said. Dark tart cherry was the first thing I got. Mm-hmm. Kind of some light leather, um, not heavy or at all. Like I, I feel like this is a little bit more medium bodied. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's not you, too heavy. At if all. you noticed, I chilled my wine. Yeah, <gasps> did I pref- you cool your pinots? Oh, ooh. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna keep going, guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's well, still my favorite now. line. That's still my favorite line. But no, I, I personally. Prefer my Pinot Noirs chilled. Uh, some people like at room temperature, but if you you know if you do your research, 
most people will serve your pinots a little on the on the cooler side. So what I did is I put this bottle in the refrigerator for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. To me, it really just kind of brings out the notes. We know pinots grow better in cooler climates. So it just kind of fits for me. I noticed you, you brought think? a twist top, too. Yeah, don't don't judge me on a on a twist top. Not at all. All right, don't. It's, it's more environmentally safe with the twist top. That's this right. is what I'm saying. It doesn't yeah. determine the price. It does not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got a guess on the price though. But I do like it. Um, let's go ahead and yeah, go. What's the price? What you think? Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm going to say twenty three dollars. Sixteen dollars. I'm going to say nineteen ninety nine. Okay, y'all. As much as I hate to admit this. This girl Bianca is good. <laughs> she is really good. Sixteen ninety nine. You know, I almost said sixteen ninety nine, but I was like, yeah, you know, close you know, enough. I, leave I, off the ninety nine. Seventeen. Okay. Well, you, yeah. She says okay. that now. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Richard and the wonderful folks over at Goody Goody Liquor. Hey. Uh, if you if you're in the DFW area, it's right there off of Oak Lawn. Tell them Jason sent you from something like a saw, and they will take good care of you. I mean, they never let me down. I mean, Richard has not failed me yet. Every time I go in there and I tell him what I'm looking for, um, he comes through. It's always fun when you have a guy. Yeah. Like, I got a guy. I got a guy. guy, He gives me my wine. Yeah. And go nerd out with him. So everybody get a guy or get a woman. You know, it doesn't have to be a guy. I was going to say, yes. Well, someone. It Equality. Yeah. He, You're right. Okay. I'm using like the, I'm the using, royal we yeah. guy. Well, I'm using the wrong noun. Is it that how we're supposed to say it nowadays? Pronoun. Well, pronoun. pronoun. Sorry, I'm using the wrong. Well, what's your pronoun? We're not going to get we, this discussion we, we either. We knew what you meant. We she, knew what you her. meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm seeing yeah. that now on LinkedIn, by the way. I don't know get if y'all seen that. Get yourself a wine mm-hmm. homie. How about that? Yeah. A wine friend. A wine friend, yeah. Absolutely. A wine friend yeah. that works at a wine store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not just one that likes to drink. Because <laughs> they'll cost you a lot. Yeah, exactly. Y'all, can, can I nerd out really quickly Go before, before B goes? Please do. And this is an interesting fact that I've came across um, about Oregon wines. So almost all of Oregon winemakers are renegade dropouts or exes. They're dropouts from college, ex-professors, dropouts from the big city life, ex-doctors, dropouts from counterculture, ex-hippies, even ex-theologians. Some have degrees in enology, others do not, but it doesn't seem to matter. Or in Oregon, the greatest teacher is nature herself. Isn't that cool? Beautiful. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Almost all Oregon winemakers are. That's awesome. The dropouts. Yeah. Well, that that's a great segue into my wine. Yeah. um, Because the maker of my wine actually came from France, and he fell in love with the nature of Oregon. So he moved over in the 1960s, right when they started. Um, I brought a Pinot Noir called Petit Seconds. It's from the Dorhin family um, in Willamette. 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 Willamette, people. Gosh, darn it. Willamette, damn it. Willamette. Willamette mm-hmm. Valley. Uh, it's a Pinot Noir. Uh, vintage 2019. 13.9% alcohol by volume. As you can see, these wines are starting to get on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's Friday, man. Yes. <laughs> Long Cheers. Week. So uh, this wine, the family has been growing it for a long time. They're on their third generations of wine growers. They've been there in Oregon. Uh, you're going to get most of your growers are going to be in the Willamette Valley. Um, there's about two other places you can get wines. 
But I would love to know what you guys think of this wine. Man. Honestly, if I didn't know this was a Pinot, I would think it was a cab. Absolutely. You know, me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm To be about. honest, I, I, it just reminds me so much of a Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, this does yeah. not taste like a Pinot. I agree. Now, and it's I have dark. a great question. Is, is it because y'all had one just now that was chilled? And I brought mine at room temperature mm-hmm. just to give the contrast to see what you would like better, a chilled Pinot Noir or a room temperature Pinot Noir? Let's do the test. That's yeah. what That was the point. Well, I like everything cold, personally. Well, you guys are testing. Um, I, I So with this room temperature one, Esmail, I got like spicy-ish, mm-hmm. like maybe some allspice, but I put red apple, more specifically like apple pie. I'm getting like a little bit of... Like that savory... Yeah, cinnamon. Cinnamon, clove, yeah. nutmeg. Yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely no. picking up the spice. Yeah. yeah. And I tasted Jason's again. It's lighter bodied. bodied. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not as robust and full as yours. Yeah. Just look at them so. though, guys. S's wine is significantly darker than mine. Mine looks more like your traditional Pinot. S, yours looks like a cab or some type of Merlot. Well, y'all know I like my cab, so yep. that's that's kind of one of the reasons I picked this Pinot was a little more full body of a Pinot than it was. Definitely. Man. If you like cabs, this is the Pinot for you. Yeah, because it doesn't yeah. taste as acidic as well to me. Very smooth, very balanced. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can eat this with a steak. I want, I want this with some cheddar cheese. Yeah. Like a cheddar cheese. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I mean, on a burger, or just on a on a charcuterie board or something. I, okay. I don't know why I feel like this would pair well with mm. some cheese. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like the the dryness or the something I'm picking up that just makes me want to go grab some cheese. So who? So what do you like better though? The room temperature? I mean, I mean we're just talking about temperature. Room temperature or cold? I know Ida says she I likes like, it cold. Yeah, I like chilled. Yeah, I'm a little biased, but I'm gonna go with. With the chill one. I'm going to say room temperature. I think I'm going to have to go room temperature as well. Mm-hmm. Even though I do like the way the chill, it gets a little more refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like room temperature is more of an evening drink. Yeah. I'll see. Well, I mean, I both wines are good. As I've mentioned before, I'm like an inexperienced drinker. I'm looking kind of for like the whole atmosphere that comes with it. So maybe that's why I like them cooler. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. I mean, what y'all think it costs? $13.99. Damn. I know we just quick. Okay, I'll say twenty five ninety nine. Um, I'm, can I take one more sip? Hang on, please. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, seventeen. Well, then I guess Bianca won again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait a minute, twenty three ninety nine. What? Yeah. Yep. Wow. I cut it short by 10 bucks. And I want to give a big shout out to Alex at Total Wines um, on uh, Cedar Springs Road. He let me nerd out with him today, and we went over a lot of different things in Oregon and France, and we just had a great time just talking wine. And he gave me all these suggestions, and I'm up picking up six bottles because we just talked about all the different wines. And you get a and discount. You, oh, good job, Alex. 15% Make six. off, yeah. Yo, mm-hmm. This guy, Alex, I, I've worked with him before, too. He's really tall, isn't he? He yeah, looks like yeah. he can play for the Mavs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my friend. My man him. is legit. He knows his wine. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, Bianca, where are you taking us tonight? Same place. Will Emmett. Valley. Um, so we have something new. 
But first, let me backtrack. So in previous episodes, I mentioned Chateau Bianca Winery in Dallas, Oregon, or the Willamette Valley. And this is a Maréchal Foch wine, well, grape um, wine. So it is a 2016 Maréchal Foch. And this is a French hybrid grape, cold weather. It's hardy. It's, it's able to grow in Canada, which if you can grow in Canada... You're strong. Hey. Okay. A. Hey. Man. Because okay. that those those low temperatures are something else. But um, and it's interesting because it came from my Canadian family. They sent me these these lovely bottles of wine, and uh, it can grow in Canada, mainly in the midwestern region of the United States, and most importantly, Oregon. So when fermented on the skins, it produces a deep purple hue. It's aged for 15 months in oak barrels. It's a full-bodied red wine and is comparable to a Cab Sauvignon. So some of the notes that you'll probably get from this is leather, earthy notes, chocolate. It finishes with a touch of freshness and is perfectly paired with barbecue dishes. And being in, being in Texas brisket, mm. a rack of like ribs. Oh, man. I'm some definitely sausage. getting, I mean, because this is a strong wine. This is a full flavor, just you need something strong to pair with it. And I really do think you have to have like, yeah, barbecue. Because it's spicy. Like mesquite yeah. grilled or charcoal mm-hmm. grilled. Yeah. Something with that smokiness to it maybe. And because of the acidity of the spices and rubs and, and vinegars and barbecue, this is the perfect um, perfect pairing for that. It can compete with it. Because you can't just drink anything if it's not full-bodied and strong and complex. Sometimes it'll just fall flat when you're, you're mm-hmm. eating something that's spicy. Yeah. So this can, it can hang with the group, you know? It's a good wine. Yeah, yeah. you like it? Yeah. Very definitely. strong, very, a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. I am it's going... A, well, I was going to say it's 12.5% alcohol, by the way, which I feel like it should be higher in alcohol content just based off of how it tastes. What's the name of the grape again? This is Marshall Foch. Marshall. Or it could be Marshall Foch. Marshall Foch. or Marshall. Because um, it's actually named after a French general. Okay. And apparently the deep purple hue of the wine is supposed to be, it's, it's a rumor. It's a rumor that is like representative of the casualties of this French war, but... We're not going to go too no, grim. No sad. Okay. We don't want to go sad. On oh, wait, but, that's, but that's what they said. That's who it's named after. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Deep. So, Knowledge deep. bombs. And anyway, you know. Really do. I, do, I don't know that it's my favorite. Okay. Be honest. That's fair. My first sip was like, I wrote cherry cough syrup. <laughs> cherry cough? Like the Robitussin? I'm about to say Tussin. You hit it with the Tussin? Tussin. I actually like it. Wet Earth. I don't It's not my favorite. Sorry. I got to say. Yeah, you like more lighter wines and mm-hmm. more flavor and everything. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I think this is, has a full flavor. It has a little color. more acidity than I personally like, but I do like yeah. the wine. It has a lot of flavor. Um, it does remind me of a Cab Pinot mix. Yeah, it reminds weird. me a lot of a Cab. Definitely. Okay. So what we think is going to cost? Oh, man. Oh, I just had a price in my mind. Too. I'm going to say twenty six ninety nine. I can't go over for 4 y'all. I'm <laughs> going to well, say... Might. Nineteen ninety nine. Mm, Twenty three. All right, Jason. Hey. Nineteen dollars. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, I'll be here all night. Hey, about, look me up on Instagram <laughs> at Jason Lewis underscore two two five. This is what I do. So, what does everyone think about Oregon? Quick thoughts. Hey, 
They're I good. say let's go. I'm I'm pleased. I I'm digging my white Pinot Noir. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Like that. that I'm gonna did have it for another me glass. This evening. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was a great episode. I'm fascinated by this white Pinot mm-hmm. and this. Bianca, I can't pronounce yours. I've had too many glasses. Marshall Foch. Yeah, I actually like it. Um, Oregon, give it a try, y'all. If yeah, you have sure. any recommendations out there, hit us up. We'll try it out. I mean, yeah, because I think we're going to actually do a West Coast tour. If there's any places that y'all want us to go visit, please give us um, shouts out. And let us de- slide in our DMs. Tell us what place we need to go have tastings. Actually, right. Oregon has made so much money from their economy by doing tastings um, that oh. has helped their tourism. They make about $200 million in tourism just in wine tastings. Okay, wow. Oregon. And, and most of it is probably coming from the Willamette Valley. I mean, more than two-thirds of the state's wines come from Willamette Valley. So. Yeah, so you would fly into Portland, and then you would just yeah. take a car right down south. Yeah. So just it, so you know, if you're thinking about going yeah. there, that's what you would do. It's, it's about a 100 miles south of Portland. Yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful drive. Like, if you've seen um, Twilight. I was just going to say, I've yeah. only seen Twilight. That's my only it exposure actually, to the yeah. Pacific It Northwest. literally looks like that when you're driving to Hillsboro, mm-hmm. which is just outside of Willamette. And um, it's, it's a beautiful area. The wineries, one in particular, Ponzi. Check that one out. I've been there, and it was great. They have a wonderful tasting. Lovely. Okay. And it's Willamette. Willamette, sorry. I'll say that 10 times fast. Willamette. Yeah. Can I shout <laughs> out some people? Well, hold on. Let's do our tech of the week. And oh, yeah, that's right. Once we get done with our tech of the week, we'll do our shouts out. Okay. okay. All right. So tonight's tech of the week is the Essential Scratch and Sniff Guide to Becoming a Wine Expert by Richard Betts with Crystal English Saka and Wendy McAnaughton. So I feel like I'm doing the the presentation, like, I guess back in the day when you were in preschool and you had like reading time and they're like showing this book. And it kind of reminds me of those scra- those markers. Do you no, all remember those markers? The, scra- the, the markers absolutely. in the Scratch and Smith. Like yeah. you had the marker that smelled like blueberry, but it wasn't blueberry. It smelled weird. Well, this book. I still book, own those. You, wait, you still own those? In my studio. Wait, Y'all what? know I have all kinds have, of art supplies. You have markers so. that smell like blueberry and cherry oh, and absolutely apple. Absolutely, I do. Do you know me but at all? Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Ida is going to love this book. Yes, because <laughs> in each each area of the book, you can go through the different, the different scents of fruit, of barrels, of citrus. And it's just like little scratch and sniff stickers. And they actually smell relatively like the the item in which they're they're representing so i'd honestly say if you're trying to kind of hone your sense of smell when Mm -hmm. it comes to wines this is the book you need yeah Yeah. it also takes you back to your childhood for a snatch it does scratch and sniff like an adult um adult kids book there's some sweat in there you know, I don't and think there's sweat. You, you but there's, I mean. there's definitely some dirt and okay. coconut, vanilla, cinnamon. Do y'all have a favorite descriptor? I have one. What? When it comes to notes, cat pee. No, just cat what? pee's number two. <laughs> well, cat pee's a note. It's a, it's a smell. I, no. no. They, they talked about that. No, I'm sure people do. Yeah. I just have never experienced that. That's one that thing personally. that we picked up yeah. from Tish. Yes, barnyard and tilled earth. Are my favorites. Oh, you, okay. Did you? Do you I'm just saying. I, this are is you on, on a bottle. Farms? This is a bottle that I read way back, and one of the descriptors oh. was tilled earth and barnyard. Yeah, it smelled like you were going to the state fair when he opened that bottle. It did. Oh, okay. Hey, okay, see, I got that. Yeah. I've heard pencil, lead pencil. Yeah. I think mine would be passion fruit. 
That's my favorite. Yeah. I don't know if that's my favorite. I mean, that's my favorite taste. I don't know mm-hmm. about my favorite descriptor. Yeah. But, I mean, people get really cute out there. Yeah. I love it. So, for the book, I got it from Bucky's, which if you live in Texas, you know what Bucky's is. Yeah, that's right. Bucky's. Bucky's. Or, or Oklahoma. Or Oklahoma, yeah. So, it was $22 at Bucky's. Okay. Check it out. Yeah, we're going to put a shout out on our Instagram page, uh, something like a song. Please follow us and you'll see pictures of all the bottles that we did tonight as well as the book and a link to be able to get the book. Please support all these wineries and please show us any wines you want us to try. We would love that. Yeah. Sorry, can I add? Please. For those of you who aren't on Instagram, you can also email us directly. Mm. Our email address is like a psalm, so L I K E A S O M M, like a psalm at gmail.com. Yes. All right, who are we shouting out this week? Look, we've been getting a lot of love on our Instagram page. I uh, just want to sh- highlight a few people. Shouts out to Tim McKee or Tim Mackey. Tim. Tim, Tim Mickey. Tim Mickey. <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate the love, man. Thank you, Tim. You know, let us know. Guys, give us feedback. We, we appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sorry if I mispronounce this next young lady's name, but her name is Toja, T-O-S-J-A. Uh, her Instagram handle is Wine. Dot with dot Toja. Good night. We appreciate the feedback. Uh, Lauren Madoff. Hey, Lauren. Lauren Madoff. Lauren Madoff. We appreciate you. She has been. And her husband, Mike Craig. Yeah. I mean, she. He's the sushi chef. I ah. talk about all the time. Lauren, we appreciate you, girl. Um, and I got to shout out Brown Estate again. Thank I, you, I mean, Brown Estate. Brown Estate showed us love today on Instagram. They uh, used one of our pictures for one of their posts and they. You know, they tagged us and Tish mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it really made us happy. Just well, because us- the bottle of wine was so special that we're oh, kind of geeked out about them. Yeah. What was it called again? Chaos Theory. It was Brown so Estates, good. let us know. How how can we support you? If you need us to try all of your wines, we can. No problem. Well, yeah. Definitely the Chaos yeah. Theory. Yeah, because I missed out on it. So, yeah. yeah. And we had a Magnum bottle. We'll talk about that on one of our episodes. But the bottles come in different sizes. This was the, the Magnum, big one. It was a big boy. Maybe that'll be our next vocab. Bottle and I'm sizes. not gonna call out bit. anybody, but like two of the people here tonight finished the bottle. But this is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> I'm not gonna call any names. But it was good. Listen, they y'all, they actually self-identified yeah. in a previous like, episode, so they're y'all they're Google already out. Google the size of a Magnum <laughs> bottle of wine, and then send us a number to a local AA. We group. were drinking for you. And Ida wasn't there as and well. I, and Ida was, wasn't yeah. there either. So y'all took y'all took one for the team. Okay. Yeah, we did two it for, for the team. Really, two for the two team. For the team. Exactly. Really? Guys, I love our little family. You guys yeah. are so helpful watching oh. out for us, drinking all that wine. Anytime. Only Thanks, for you. Yeah. It was only for you. You are yeah. so sweet. I didn't really want to do it, but I did it. Just I know. You. You're all about sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening this week. Please follow us. Tell us what you think. And till next time, I guys, you know, I love cooking with wine. Sometimes I even put it in the food. Cheers. 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 <laughs>